Hello and welcome to the Rooted in the Really Real podcast. Get ready to go on a journey of knowledge, growth, healing, and prayer rooted in our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now let's dive in. Welcome back to this exciting episode of Rooted in the Really Real with Father Steve Brello and Ashley. Yay! What a nice introduction. That was painful. We're starting <laughs> we're starting something new and I'm excited to talk about our thoughts and just where the Holy Spirit goes. Although it's not really new, it's oh. it's kind of like a continuation of our of our talk on sacramental living where I think like we were just were sharing how this has to take place in community. And so we realized, oh, well, that means family and marriage and community. So we should talk about that. Right. So it's not like totally coming out of left field that we want to begin a series on marriage and family life. But it it's just the next step. As we talk about the sacraments, liturgical living, sacramental living, I feel like there's more to talk about. And, you know, like a month from now or so, we want to have like an Easter episode since we had Advent and Christmas and Lent, but I'm just I'm really excited to look into marriage and family life because I think it is something that's so relevant to all of us. I think it's something that we all have such hope in, but we've been wounded within like families and marriages. It's something that's so essential to our formation and forming vocations and just what we grow up and we all, whether they're really broken or disjointed, we all grow up in some kind of marriage or family experience. Right? So we want to talk about it. The good, the bad, the ugly, the ideal, everything. And I think uh, for me as a priest, I think this is one of the places that, especially especially as a diocesan priest, it's one of the places I find to be most important because my whole priesthood really is rooted and oriented towards the sake of the building up of the family. As a, as a diocesan priest, you're the pastor of a parish. You're the father of a parish family. And within your parish family, you have a multitude of other families. And it's my responsibility to help fight for and protect their marriages, to help fight for and, and prepare them for marriage, prepare them for other sacraments, but also to walk with them through the difficulties and the challenges that life throws at them. And I remember when I was in college, how that's, that was the Lord's real invitation to me to the priesthood was when he asked, you know, who is going to be there to be with with your friends and their marriages when their marriages started to fall apart or when struggles started happening? And and that's where my heart was just like, yeah, like I want to be there. I don't want people to be alone in this journey, uh, on their journey of healing, especially when there is that time of trial and difficulty. And so like this I'm really excited about because – there is a huge opportunity for both of us to share, and we're going to invite Drew in, uh, Ashley's husband, and, and just to really share about the beauty of marriage and how do we walk with each other in 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 this, really, this this most beautiful sacrament. He's not coming on yet, though. He didn't get an invitation to this episode. No, no, but soon. Soon, yeah. soon. He's at Costco. <laughs> but, but soon, he will come in. I think it's going to bring, with this new series, kind of like a new dimension to the podcast too, because we're going to bring in a third person, I think. And I know we mentioned this in some previous episode about kind of some of our ideas, but I want to have some of our regular standard episodes together. But I also want Drew and I to have some episodes about marriage, family life, looking at um, a couple books by Dr. Gottman, Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. And then the other one is Why Marriages Succeed or Fail. And I want him and I to kind of process through some of that in our experience, but then I want to have some episodes every 
so often sprinkled in there of all three of us reflecting on the the content of the books and just your experience with with walking with different couples and marriages and families and, and our experience and just us all sharing together. I think, you know, adding another person is, is always helpful, too, for the conversation and sharing of ideas and stuff. So going forward with that, I think I think that's a good idea. And I think this is really an uh, appropriate time for us to look at marriage because, you know, the world the world is in so much chaos right now and, and really like marriage is is one of those places that's being attacked, right? The sanctity of marriage, the the understanding of marriage, the concept of marriage is truly being uh, attacked in so many ways. The problem is, is that really like we're meant to be in community. We're meant to be in relationship with each other. And, and marriage and family is meant to be the most stable and secure of those relationships. And because it's so under attack, because there's so many things happening, because of our own sinfulness in, in the world today, there are so many marriages that are, are falling apart. And if if a couple of the things that we can say on this podcast are going to be helpful um, for people just to keep their marriages or to keep fighting for their marriages, right, that's 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 more than we could hope for, right? And that's really what we desire is that is that the Lord would use this to help people be able to have hope and to fight for their marriages, to fight for the future uh, of that intimacy and that love that God wants them to have. Yeah, I already told Drew that that even though like we want we want to do this with the podcast and and we are hoping it impacts somebody. Like at the the end of the day, I'm just excited to go through this book with him and process some stuff. Like I think it will help us be more intentional in having these conversations and just going over some of the stuff with marriage and give us kind of a a protected space to actually talk about things because sometimes with having little kids and just a busy schedule and him working and just the chaos of the day, it's so easy to go days without like having these check-ins and these talks about marriage and communication and our expectations for each other and stuff. And so having this to look forward to that him and I can talk and process and share and just like look at this material I'm excited about because I think selfishly it'll just like be for us like it's a, it's a good thing for him and I to go through but I also think it's good that we have podcast episodes for this and not just talk about it like by ourselves but to just share our thoughts because I think it might be helpful to someone I'm also excited because I think most people listening to this podcast when we look at our stats seem to be married or maybe going to be married soon-ish or so I think this this is going to be relevant to a lot of people to talk about marriage and family life but also even if you're not married, I think a lot of the principles that we're going to be talking about, about the sacrament, about human relationship and connection and communication, the things in the books that we're going to be going through, it's relevant to to anyone, no matter what. Because even if you might not ever be married, you do have friendships and you are in relationship with people and you know how to talk to people. You need to know how to talk to people and you need to... Just be open to that understanding of like, oh, yeah, like relationship is hard. Friendship is hard. Like there's stuff to grow in here and these things can be applicable even if it's not within the sacrament of marriage. Well, the principles of intimacy apply whether I'm married or I'm single because intimacy is is about growing in this vulnerability and this capacity for just for, for self-gift, self-donation, self-love. Not self-love, but, but love to other people. Not and self-love. Not self-love. So this is important no matter if you're married or not because intimacy is something that all of us need. 
we need people to see us to know us, but we also have to know how to see and and know other people. And and there's a way to do that. There's an art to it that hopefully we have before we're married. But within the context of marriage, it's really uh, it's it's really uh, honed. It's really made. It really comes to the forefront. And so some of the stuff that we're talking about is how do we see and know the person who's in front of us? And we can apply this to friendship. We can apply this to children. We can apply this uh, to the people that we just meet uh, as we work or even on the streets, really. So these principles are going to be very helpful uh, as we walk through them one by one and explore them uh, in these further in these subsequent episodes. Right. And there's something about marriage and family life that I think fits so well into our podcast already, because it's always something that we're referencing or talking to because most of us are living within that context already. So when we're talking about our prayer or healing or our story, like so much of that happens within the context of marriage and family that I just think it's it's relevant. It's something that there's like a wholeness within relationship and family. And ideally, it's a place where we are safe, we are secure, we are able to heal and to grow. And and we totally recognize that that's not always the case, um, because I think we both have our share of that experience, too. We're like, you're not always super secure and safe within your family to grow and heal. But there's something that Jesus is calling all of us to, and a healing and restoration, I think, of family life, where he can pour out very specific graces within a family by just living what seems to the world like just a simple, ordinary, boring life to some degree. You know, like there's such a richness and sacredness within marriage and family that can go unnoticed or unseen. And and healing is a huge component, right? The Lord brings us together oftentimes uh, in marriage because that's where we will find the security and the safety for maybe the first time for some of us to enter into that journey of healing. Um, Adam Young talks about that the opposite of trauma isn't no trauma, but the opposite of trauma is connection and communion. And healing and wholeness is is really found with within that, within relationship, and, and hopefully, God willing, within family. And so as we walk through this, right, hopefully you'll be able to to notice areas of your own marriage where there is that safety and that security and connection where healing can continue and maybe areas where it's not present in your marriage yet but or in your family, but you can run to the Lord and ask the Lord to, to be that place for you so that you can have that relationship, that intimacy, that connection, so that communion can be fostered and, and acceptance and healing can take place and transpire. Because at the end of the day, we all experience... Uh, hurts all the time. And if we have a place that's safe, we have a place to bring that without judgment, without without fear. And that allows us to really accept this gift of being known and seen. And in that acceptance, we're able to then step forward and to, to move forward in a way with confidence and a sense of self-assurance. I'm just, I'm really looking forward to marriage and family life because especially just for me, I just feel like it's so relevant right now because... Drew and I have been married for just about eight years, and I feel like we're in this sweet spot where, like, we're not super fresh newlyweds. And yeah, we might not have, like, the wisdom and maturity of, like, someone married for 30 years, but we have been married long enough that, like, we're really trying to do the hard work of recognizing the patterns that we could fall into or what, you know, kind of triggers another person or what what pokes at their woundedness or their childhood issues or or why we're reacting the way we are. And we understand each other now that, oh, he's he's really overwhelmed and stressed out. And so he's acting this way because he's just overwhelmed. It's not because like 
I did something wrong or he's mad at me. You know, like there's there's a growth that's happening that I feel like we want to continue to process because we're very much like in the middle, I think, right now, of just dealing with a lot of this and like the healing journey and doing the stuff because it's like we want to be holy. Having a lot of little kids is hard and like having a family's hard and having a marriage is hard and trying to do things the the right way, you know, is like difficult. But there's so much within marriage and family, like it might poke at a lot of woundedness. There might be discomfort or we might have to deal with issues about our parents not having a good marriage or us not wanting to get married because we're not looking at the reality of the sacrament like in the way that Christ shows us. Or there's like all these things I think we have to deal with when we're confronted with marriage and family because the words could bring like joy and security and comfort or they could bring a lot of like sorrow and pain and distress. So it's just, it's a journey, you know, it's like this whole thing that we got to go through. And and it's beautiful, right? What's beautiful about it is that Christ wants us to know that we're not alone. And he comes to us in himself in baptism, right? The Father, the Trinity comes to us in baptism. But then he knows that, that we also need very tangible signs. And so he sends to us, oftentimes spouses, he sends to us family, he sends to us friends to, to be those helpmates for us on this journey to create the security, to create the safety, so that we can recognize those places that we lack. We can recognize the the areas in our family of origin where we struggle. And the other part of it is, is that when this happens, we also can see how the complementarity between husband and wife, really, it, it, it acts as a synergy to create something very new. Like, my, like a wife's giftedness and a husband's giftedness, when they come together, it's not just their two giftedness, but the synergy that comes from from their gifts that they've been given by God actually creates something new within the context of their marriage. And 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 it creates a life. It gives life to their marriage in a very way that hones or focuses their vocation uh, on a particular way of living. For some, it's that this is beautiful sense of hospitality. For others, it's this this sense of of just community. Um, you know, for others, it's a, it's a place of it's a home of healing, right? But each each family, in in many ways, there's a particular charism. I think that as they heal and grow in their relationship with the Lord, that you could almost say their their family highlights. And that, that, that almost is like uh, what you would say, like when you think of this family, like you would say like, oh, this is a family that is incredibly hospitable, or this is a family that's incredibly generous with their time, or this is a family that's, you know, because there's something about the the very nature of it, uh, of love, the very nature of being secure in the, in the intimacy of God, right, that is, is generative, that it makes a gift of self in a, in a very real way. Um, and it's different for every family. Because that synergy is different in each home. Right. So there's just like so much here that I want to unpack in future episodes that I'm, I'm excited about. Like with each unique family, I, I believe so passionately that each marriage, when you are working together and there's growth and healing and these open conversations and you pray together, I really do believe each marriage has a certain mission or a certain vocation or um, certain gifts that the Lord gives it that are different than just each individual bringing their own gifts together and just seeing like, well, I have this gift and you have this gift and let's just like work on it together. I, I really think that when the marriage is created, that new gifts and a new mission, new callings come come from that. Also, what you're speaking about with like family, I, I, I really think that being intentional about one's family culture 
is something that's very real, where each family has has different things, different charisms, different gifts, different ways of going about things, different routines in their prayer or or how they invite people into their home or how they approach certain things. Like it's it's what makes your family your family and it, it should it should serve to unite, you know, one another in the family, but also just like bring about a greater service for the church and service of others. Like we don't we don't just like exist on our own and we're all just like individual individuals isolated in our homes. Like that's not a family. There's a lot there that that I'm looking forward to talking about. But yeah, I just, um, what do I want to say here? We just really want to showcase a series on marriage. You know, like I, I just, I want to talk about so much and I don't even know if we've completely figured out the flow of it, but it's just, there's so much there with like, I want to talk about what marriage is sacramentally and ideally what it should be. And I think you, Father Steve, have a lot of insight into that about like, we can talk about the theology of the sacrament. We can talk about what it should be. We can talk about what Jesus has planned for us. We can talk about how, marital love images the trinity we can talk about the holy family like being this model so much there but then i also do think it's important that we address that we all come from broken families like there is no perfect family there's all some kind of brokenness or some factor within marriages that make them less than ideal or we're not we're not always honest with ourselves about what we're giving and, and if we're praying and if we're we're present. Like, are we praying for our spouse regularly? Are we praying for our marriage and family? I want to look into all those different things. And so we touched on this already, but just looking at this big marriage and family series in general, I think it's going to have a few different paths kind of flowing together where Father Steve and I are going to have our episodes on marriage. Drew and I are going to go over those Gottman books. All three of us are going to have episodes periodically kind of going over the material and just talking about the relevant subject that we're going through with marriage and family. At the end of the day, our hope is that as we talk about marriage, our our own vocations will be strengthened. You know, I remember being told that uh, the priest's vocation is only as strong as the the marriages that he has surrounded himself with, because their witness, their call to constant conversion within their own marriages, is an inspiration for the priest to constantly seek that greater conversion in his own life, to make a greater gift of himself and and to lay down more of himself uh, for the Lord and for the sake of his own spiritual family. So I'm super excited to, to journey with all of you, with Ashley and Drew uh, in marriage. And yeah, we need each other. We would, none of us would be where we are today without, without the friendship and the, the shared experience of priesthood and marriage. I know it's not everyone's reality, but I just, I feel like, at least we are so blessed to have so many friends who are priests and recognizing that, yeah, like we, we need priests in our life. Like I'm so grateful my kids are growing up seeing all these different priests and interacting with them. And that's like a normal part of their life. And all of our priest friends need good, holy families in their life. And it's something where like we need each other in that we're not just like living separate vocations and we're separated and we're doing our own thing. And we're just like, you got your job in the church and I got my job in the church and we're just like going along with it. Like we need each other to help each other thrive in our vocations. If you listen to the last episode, which wasn't a normal episode, but your talk on vocations, Father Steve, one of the things that I really liked about it is you mentioning how like the strongest way that we can encourage vocations in our responsibility to to encourage vocations is to just live our own vocation well. And it's like, yeah, like by you being a good holy priest, you're going to encourage other people to marriage, even though that like might not make sense. And us having a good, strong, holy, prayerful marriage 
can inspire other people to answer their call to be a priest. Like there's a way that we work together by being who we're called to be, by being holy, by living our vocation well. All vocations come from marriages and families, ultimately. It's just, it's going to be a good series, you know? It's great. So just as we always just want to conclude with a little prayer, um, Almighty God and Father, we give you thanks and praise for our vocations. We ask that you would bless all all of us, that we would live well our vocation, that you would heal um, us wherever we need healing, especially that you would heal and strengthen all the marriages of anyone, uh, all these marriages, that you would bless them, that they would know deeply of your love for them. We ask you, Almighty God, to bless all of us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We invite you to subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. You can also follow our Facebook page, Rooted in the Really Real Podcast, and Ashley Poltorek on Instagram for episode information and more. God bless.